My name is Henny, and welcome to Morning Meditation. Hi, I really wanted to record this after I cried my eyes out about Yemen. I'm trying now to hold back the tears. I can't process the level of suffering that's happening in Yemen. And I've always been very sensitive to the suffering of other people, no matter how far or close they are. And I've always been that way. And before I began to learn about philosophers that validated my experiences, that validated my level of empathy because I'm not a smart person I'm an everyday person I'm a, co- I'm a common person I'm an average person I'm somebody that you would walk by down the street and when I was young like in third grade I was watching coverage of the Rwandan genocide and it really fucked me up Because I was seeing people who looked just like me, just like my mom and dad, just like my friends that I grew up with and played with outside. It really affected me. I ended up spending a lot of time at the library as a fucking nine-year-old. Because you don't really think (laughs) nine-year-olds would want to spend their time in the library. But I really wanted to understand why. Like, there had to be a reason for all of this happening. And instead of learning the reason why, well, learning why the genocide happened, it wasn't enough for me because I just couldn't understand how human beings could have the capacity for such horror. So that really shaped my consciousness. Um, So thinking today about what's happening in Yemen, and the millions of people who are at risk of starving to death. And Yemen is like one of the it's one of the poorest countries in the world. These people were already suffering so much. And there's so many images of mothers 
and they're wearing abayas and niqabs and you can't see any of their skin so you you can't see how much much weight they've probably lost or but then you see them with their children who are on the brink of death i can't handle that that's not something that can sit easy with me and it's something that can't sit easy with a lot of other people because i feel like the real human beings there's a lot more of us than the ones who are capable of of doing that so i want to talk about us i want to talk about the people who have that heart who don't want to see another person suffer I know I wasn't planning on being emotional, but I thought it'd be really important for you to hear me make my voice break and how upset I am about people I've never met. And and so you can understand that there's people like me. And if you're listening, you know, I want you to know that you're not alone, that you're hearing these things and they're they're deeply upsetting. And that is a righteous feeling. That is an important feeling. So I'm going to share some things that really validate me in feeling this way. In feeling that connection with other people. In feeling their suffering. And how it's really a sign of emotional maturity. It's really a sign of what it makes a human being a human. It's humaneness. has human in the word. <laughs> So I think it's pretty close. So I'm going to blow my nose and have a cigarette, get myself together. So when you hear um the following podcast that I'm going to record for you guys, I promise I won't be sniffling and crying. But please put the people of Yemen not only in your heart, but make it a conversation. Talk to your neighbors, talk to your family, talk to your partners about what's happening in Yemen. learn more about this beautiful country and enjoy this validating and hopefully heartwarming and inspiring podcast when human rulers do not have the way at home they brutalize their people while abroad They invade and despoil neighboring countries because of brutality in the homeland. The people's production is disrupted because of incursions abroad. War repeatedly breaks out. Han Fei, interpreting Lao, from two eighty to two thirty-three B.C. by supporting the poor and helping those who do not have enough to sustain themselves a person can gain a high reputation by providing advantages removing disadvantages attacking the rebellious and conquering the tyrannical a person can make great contributions
the Hawan Nanzi, the Master's Philosopher of Huanan, Book 8, Fundamental Norm. The Bodhisattva path is to develop wisdom by recognizing the emptiness of self and others and to generate active love and compassion as the expression of that wisdom. The Mahayana is grounded in awakening the thought of enlightenment. The Bhastava, the aspiration of perfection for the sake of all beings, since Buddhahood, full enlightenment, is said to exist inherently in all sentient beings, but to be obscured by their defilements. Dr. Terry Clifford, Tibetan Buddhist Medicine and Psychiatry According to Buddhism, for a person to be perfect, there are two qualities that they should develop equally, compassion on one side and wisdom on the other. Here compassion represents love, charity, kindness, tolerance, and such noble qualities on the emotional side. Such noble qualities on the emotional side or qualities of the heart, while wisdom would stand for the intellectual side or the qualities of the mind. If one develops only emotionally, neglecting the intellectual, one may become a good-hearted fool. While to develop only the intellectual side, neglecting the emotional may turn one into a hard, hearted intellect without feeling for others. Therefore, to be perfect, one has to develop both equally. While Polo Rahula, what the Buddha taught.